1: pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training really any day now so now it's just time to look at the teams and see what they have going into camp opening up very exciting time for everyone including the san diego padres talk to aj Casavell about that i'm allison Sutter. aj um i was looking at your inbox and fans have been asking for quite a while what is the five man rotation going to be you you've been hesitant because the rotation's been so in flux and they we're looking to make moves, you feel a little bit more confident to at least give your general ideas on that. So uh, what would you say would be like a, a likely five-man rotation, um, keeping in mind, of course, that spring training hasn't even started yet?
0: Yeah, obviously there's a lot that could still happen between now and the start of the season. But I think with, with the Trevor Cahill signing last week, I think that kind of makes it – I've been getting some version of who's going to be the, who's going to in the rotation, what's the rotation going to be pretty much every week since the start of uh, – since the start of the off season, and now I feel finally somewhat confident in saying, all right, there's kind of a, there's a tier that's kind of established itself, and, and there's, there's a way to actually break it down. I would say uh, Clayton Richard and uh, Jolisse Chassin have, uh, have probably the best chance, given that the Padres committed some money to them in free agency and essentially brought them back as starters. And I'll, I'll start out by saying that no one in the rotation really has a spot locked up. And if anyone could win a spot, anyone could end up in the bullpen or in AAA. So Richard and Chassin are probably the two most likely. Luis Perdomo is in that mix, too, with what he did in the second half of last season. I, I think it's hard to envision a scenario in which he starts in AAA. A. And then, uh, then we kind of start getting into the tier of pitchers who could who could either end up in the bullpen or end up starting the season in AAA. In that tier, I think right on the right on the brink at the top of it is Christian Friedrich, who uh, led the team in starts last season. Uh, he had kind of an up and down season, but he was uh, he ended up as one of their more Reliable starters, at least in the sense of he went out there in every day, every game, gave at least five or six innings that were that were solid. so he's he's kind of maybe in that fourth starter role. And then after that, there's five guys for one spot. They signed Trevor Cahill. He spent last season as a reliever. Uh, they think uh, the Padres think there's still some left in the tank for him as a starter, so they'll give him that chance. If he doesn't make the rotation, he'll end up in the bullpen. Paul Clemens is an interesting guy. He was he was uh, pretty good in uh, September, but uh, his numbers were not great before that, obviously. Jared Cozart's in that mix. Cesar Vargas, if his elbow uh, is, is okay, and it seems to be. Uh, he's been pitching in Mexico, but mostly in relief, so we'll need to see him uh, work, work deeper into games. But he, he's in that mix also, and uh, I would say Tyrell Jenkins is something of a long shot. So that, that's really the rotation mix. If I had to guess, I'd give that fifth spot to Cahill, at least to start the season. Uh, and it's really the first time I feel confident in, uh, in actually assigning, uh, hey, here's what the
1: rotation might be. Andy Green, I'm sure, is pretty happy that there's it's at least taking shape a little bit. Now, there there is room, of course, like you say. I mean, nothing's really locked up, which means that there's not like you know some some ace, and it's it's not like the Padres have a surefire number one, number two, number three. But there's some interesting names that are still out there. And you mentioned Doug Fister, Jeff Weaver, and Jake Peavy are all like really solid free agents that are still flailing out there. Is there any chance that maybe the Padres... Do you find that interesting that they're still out there, and do you think there's a chance that the Padres might find any of these guys? The, the Padres,
0: I know, are inter- have shown interest some interest in all three of those guys. They're, uh, I, And I, I meant think... Jared
1: Weaver, by the way, not Jeff. Jared Weaver. Go ahead. Oh,
0: did you say Jeff? I didn't even, <laughs> I said Jeff. Didn't even know. I do that all. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't think the Padres are interested in Jeff Weaver, but uh, no. <laughs> but Jared Weaver, Doug Fister, and Jake P. B. They've shown some interest in some way in all three of those guys. I think as it stands right now, the Padres are, are maybe mulling whether signing one of them would maybe take away some chances for a young guy to get some experience at the major league level. Uh, they wouldn't be opposed to signing any of them. I think one of the interesting things is uh, would be. I mean, last year, Christian Friedrich ended up making the most starts of any Padres pitcher, and they didn't sign him until March 2nd. So this isn't something that's, that's to say the Padres are going to enter camp on, on February 14th with these pitchers, and those are going to be their pitchers all season. Uh, some of these guys might not be signed by them. But it is interesting that none of them have been scooped up yet. Uh, the Padres are very interested, in, in with some of these young arms that they have, they're very interested in bringing in that kind of veteran presence. Obviously, Jake Peavy here is a is a bit of a fan favorite, and he's obviously known for being a – Great clubhouse guy in San Diego in the past. Uh, they they would be interested in bringing in a veteran presence to kind of show these young pitchers the ropes. But uh, they already kind of have that in Clayton Richard. Trevor Cahill's been around the block too. So it's, right now it's kind of a it's, the Padres are really weighing. Uh, they they have nine guys that they feel are capable of starting in the major leagues uh, at least going into camp. They're kind of weighing whether any of these any of the more veteran options would take away a chance from a young guy or whether it's worth it to maybe uh, bring in those those veterans and, and kind of show the young guys a rope. So it's an interesting decision they'll have to make in the next couple of weeks.
1: Which I guess kind of answers the question, I mean, are there any more moves coming? Uh, I mean, but because of the Padres, anything could happen, but it would seem that um, they would be kind of minor things that would happen if they don't end up picking up one of these pitchers. Um, I mean, they've worked, They've done some work this off season. so uh, it would be a little bit surprising if anything happened between now and spring training, would it not? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I wouldn't say surprising, given just that AJ Preller is prone to to make any trade at any True. at any given time. But there, I, I would say uh, in the in the rotation, it's almost a toss up whether they'll they'll add someone. Where you might see the Padres make a uh, make an actual trade, they're, if they're not going to uh, bring in a pitcher via a trade by any means, right. if, if they do so, there would be a free agent signing. Where they might make a trade would be for a shortstop, shortstop to compete with Luis Sardinia. I think they kind of view that situation as that's not something we have to get done in the offseason necessarily. That's not something that we have to get done before Feb, before pitchers and catchers report. They're going to be looking at that into... Uh, March potentially and uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna cave on a deal because they're desperate for a shortstop they're gonna make sure that they they're, they're, they're not in massive need of the shortstop because they feel that Luis sardinif could be a major league starter they want to get some competition for him in there um, but I, I think uh, you look at the A's signed Adam Rosales, and, and I had some questions as to why the Padres didn't bring back Adam Rosales. Well, it's because the Padres want someone who can, compete, who can compete to be a starting shortstop with Luis Sardines. I think that could be interesting in terms of what further moves they make before opening day. I would I would expect them to ex- keep exploring uh, a number of trade options for, for a potential starting shortstop, maybe a younger guy.
1: So looking over the whole team as, as a whole, understanding that it's still moving parts and that there's they still have to put together the team, which they have plenty of time to do before opening day. But what area would you say would be a strength of the Padres going into spring training?
0: It's an interesting question. I think for me there's a couple answers. One of them seems obvious on the surface. It would be the bullpen. I think the bullpen could be a strength entering entering season. But the bullpen on any team is obviously the most volatile from year to year. Uh, if, if Carter Caps is, is healthy, as the Padres say he is, he should be ready by opening day. And that gives them a back end of the bullpen with Brad Hand, Ryan Buchter. Carter Caps, and Brandon Maurer, all of whom were very good last season. Mauer had his struggles earlier in the year, but um, Booker and Hand were, were very good for the Padres last season. So I think they view the back end of their bullpen as, as solid, and they, they have some depth there. But like I said, bullpens are volatile. I think the other strength the Padres have, and this one really isn't in, in dispute, is their outfield defense. Um, Travis Jankowski, if he plays every day, he's a gold glove candidate. The problem with that is he's competing for the center field job with Manny Margot who who could very well be the best defensive prospect in baseball. So if the two of them are playing the outfield, Andy Green joked at the winter meetings that, hey, maybe we'll just go with two outfielders and play five infielders because they have enough range to cover all the ground out there. Uh, Hunter Renfro, a, a, he has what it takes to be an above-average defender. I think in his brief time in the major league, he didn't show that last year. But uh, he's, he's probably an above-average defender with uh, one of the better arms in baseball. And then Alex Dickerson showed some some serious improvement in left field. So, Their outfield defense, uh, it's going to be fun to watch next season, especially when Jankowski and Margot are in the field at the same time.
1: Okay, good stuff. AJ, thank you so much. Catch up with you next week.
0: All right. Thanks for having me on.